To celebrate International Women's Day, which falls on March 8th, Baba Bam is replaying Do You Really Know episodes which look at the struggle against inequalities between women and men. All week long, refresh your knowledge about these ideas and concepts which promote female empowerment. Happy listening! What is the Matilda Effect? Thanks for asking! Imagine humanity only using half the brains at its disposal to solve the many scientific challenges it faces in the present and future. While such an idea might seem crazy, it's not so far from reality. In recognition of International Women's Day, which took place on Monday, let's discuss a form of bias known as the Matilda Effect. Over the years, very few female scientists have got the same level of acclaim as their male counterparts, whether it be in the history books or on award winner lists. As a simple illustration, if you ask someone to name a female scientist, Marie Curie may well be the first name they come up with. Even so, her husband is often referenced as having contributed to her work, and she is rarely referred to by her last name alone. So where did the name Matilda effect come from? The term was coined by historian Margaret Rossiter in 1993, writing in the Social Studies of Science journal. Her work was compared to the so-called Matthew effect, which was theorised in the 1960s. That looked at how eminent scientists received greater plaudits than less well-known researchers, even if their work was shared or similar. Surprise, surprise, women were most often victims. But Rossiter was actually referencing Matilda Joslyn Gage, a 19th century American suffragist. A hundred years earlier, Gage's essay Women as Inventor looked at how there was a bias against acknowledging the achievements of women in science. Men were often attributed credit in their place. Gage put it thus, A very slight investigation proves that patents taken out in some man's name are, in many instances, due to women. Do you have any examples of forgotten female scientists? Let's look in greater detail at the work of Margaret Rossiter, which was based largely on social sciences studies from the 1950s and 60s. She showed that when a man and a woman made a scientific discovery together, it was often the case that the man alone was credited. She came up with a long list of examples, the earliest of which dates back to 12th century Italy. Physician Trotter of Solano contributed to a body of work on women's medicine, but after her death the books were attributed to men. On several occasions, male scientists have been selected as Nobel Prize winners when a female colleague had made just as significant a contribution. Examples include Austrian astrophysicist Lisa Meitner, who laid the theoretical foundations for nuclear fission, and Jocelyn Bell Burnell, who discovered the first radio pulsar. There are sadly many more similar cases demonstrating how systematic the erasure of women from science has been for a long time. It makes you wonder if we would even know who Einstein was if he had been a woman. What can we do to help these female scientists be remembered? Many women have made significant contributions to the scientific knowledge we have today, so it's the least we can do to remember them. It's up to us to spread their legacy, and indeed the Association of Women Researchers and Technologists in Spain has created an initiative called No More Matildas to do just that. The number of female university students is particularly low in the fields of science, technology, engineering and mathematics. The association believes this is due to the lack of role models that young girls and teenagers can look up to and take inspiration from. To find out more, go to nomormatildas.com. 
And most of all, remember that talent has no gender. There you have it. Now you know what the Matilda effect is. In under three minutes, we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to ask your questions on the podcast platform.